consider it in any way controversial to say that we are living in very volatile, very strange, and very dysfunctional times. During these times, there have been two constants, social media and the social justice movement. I'd like to quote here from a recent New York Times piece to implicate social justice in some of the insanity of our time. It's a long quote, so bear with me. Since the October 7th attack, during which more than 1,200 people were killed and some 240 people were kidnapped, Israeli officials have accused the terrorists of also committing widespread sexual violence, rape and sexual mutilation, particularly against women. Yet those atrocities have received little scrutiny from human rights groups or the news media amid the larger war between Israel and Hamas, and until a few days ago, they had not been specifically mentioned or condemned by UN Women, the United Nations Women's Rights Agency, which has regularly spoken out about the plight of Palestinian women and girls. Israelis and many Jews around the world say they feel abandoned by an international social justice community, women's groups, human rights groups, liberal celebrities, among others, whose causes they have supported in crises around the world, end quote. So what does all of this mean? What's its relevance to what we're going to talk about today? Well, for me, what's on full display is the hypocrisy and the illiberalism of the social justice movement. It is a dumbed-down ethics that fits perfectly into literally the palm of our hands. We saw it on display with its misanthropy, via terms like toxic masculinity, in which the movement identified with women and decided that it was okay to hate on men. We're still standing, by the way. We saw it with the racism in reverse and cloaked and utterly unexamined sadism of the Black Lives Matter movement. We saw it with its cancellation of the speech of other people, all while insisting that silence is violence. And we can go on and on here, really. But this hypocrisy is now on display in yet another arena. Look, I'm no fan of Israel. I am a fan of many things Jewish. I grew up with Jews of all types, and I have been fascinated by them and their culture and their ideas and their religion so much over the years. But I am not a fan of an Israel based on Zionism and its deadly and unchecked manifestations. And I frankly, I frankly fail to see what Zionism has to do with Jewishness at all. I see Zionism's ever-swelling belligerence. I see its self-righteousness and its racism and its injustice. I think nearly all of us, even those who attempt to deny it, frankly do as well. And I think the nagging conscience at play in the minds of Zionists is actually quite akin to what the woke and the adherents of social justice must have to contend with in their quiet moments. That is to say, the shoddy moral reasoning of their dearly held belief system, the contradictions of purportedly standing for justice and yet serving as arbiters that perform a kind of pathological splitting whereby one group is loved and identified with while its concocted opposite is hated and disparaged. This is all ideology spilling into religion of the most poorly conceived and dangerous kind.
Look, I digress here, but with a purpose. Like Zionism, social justice as a movement leaves out people. It practices a selective ethics, one that cares for and sympathizes with one group of people while denying that same calculus for and toward others. Now, this latest report describes the horrors of war. What to our minds is unconscionable is an unfortunate part of human history. The Iroquois, for what it's worth, did worse to their victims, and yet the details here still make one's blood run cold. I'm going to quote again from the New York Times piece. Quote, the bodies of women found partially or fully naked, women with their pelvic bones broken. Another victim was found with, quote, nails and different objects in her female organs, end quote. Another person's genitals were so mutilated that responders said they, quote, couldn't identify if it was a man or a woman. Another woman said she had watched Hamas fighters take turns raping a young woman they had kidnapped from the music festival, mutilate her, and then shoot her in the head. Women's rights activists are understandably furious about what they view as a lack of credence given to these kinds of reports, which form a picture that sexual assault was widespread on October 7th. And one is left to ask here, what happened to Me Too? What happened to that reasoning? What happened to the application of that reasoning? Look, October 7th is not the Holocaust. Not every, dare I say most, of the pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel protesters are anti-Semitic in intention or action. There is much for people on the Palestinian side to be absolutely outraged by. Israel's use of force here is excessive, as has been the case for many decades now. The occupation is cruel, inhumane, and utterly unjustifiable. All of this and more can remain true, but the denial of rape and torture of women in Hamas captivity by the very souls who proclaim they stand for justice is something that those of us with a moral conscience would do well to, yes, never forget. We are desperately in need of some kind of moral compass at this time. We have abandoned religion in favor of of atheism. The late Christopher Hitchens, a leading atheist himself, whom I knew, often used to use the word stupid to describe religion. And yet I think it's apt here to describe the atheistic era we're currently in. Our phones have literally replaced our holy books, and social justice seems to have replaced religious values. The stupid secularity of our phones now spawns sectarianism at will. Our phones have turned us into dangerous herds capable of abandoning ourselves, attacking others and ignoring another's plight. Social justice is merely the current fuel of this self-driving vehicle. Its hypocrisy is again on full display here in Israel, and it's now part of the historical record. Its days, like those of woke, are clearly numbered. But as appalling as the moral ineptitude of these movements has been, we need to ask ourselves something quite simple. If we don't wake up, what's next? I'm Dmitry Gatsiunas. Mm-hmm.